Well, hello there. Uh, you welcome back. You know, um, oh, you probably didn't really go anywhere. I I went places. I went to a few places. Um, but that's all right. I mean, you, you don't really need to know that. I I mean, how how have things been? You know, I've 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 uh, I've been all right. Um, you know, just kind of getting on, getting by, doing doing normal people things. Um. But I mean, that's not why you're here, is it? You know, we're, we're, we're both here because what we want to do really is we want to learn. And that's, um, you know, I think that's really, uh, that, 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 that's really like a, an admirable thing, isn't it? You know, learning, um, especially when you're learning from a 25 year old book, uh, because you know it's wrong, <laughs> you know? Um, so let's just jump straight in um, with the human body. Uh, as promised in in the last one, so I think um, what I wanted to do with this was basically because um, I, I know what you want to hear, right? You want to hear examples of the human body, you know that that that's kind of why you're here, isn't it? I mean, you don't just want to hear about how it works or where we've come from or fucking cells. You want to hear me burp. And you want to hear, like, my O sound. And you want to hear, like, me slurping. So I've actually prepared um, some pornography. No, uh, I've prepared some uh, some dates and, uh, and, like, a nice cold beverage that I'm going to be eating throughout this. Um, just to really kind of uh, hammer in what the human body is and how disgusting it is. Because I mean, come on, let's 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 all face it. Like everyone's got a human body, uh, and they're all gross. Every single one of them. It's just um some grossnesses, grossnesses, some grossitudes. No, some some people's bodies, even though they are gross, are still um, plainly attractive. And uh, and yeah, I think you find that person. You find that one person, and and you're set. You're set for life. Um, so, you know, without further ado, humankind and uh, scientists believe that the first living thing on Earth was a single-celled organism that developed almost four billion years ago, and from that organism, plant and animal life evolved. Finally, just five million years ago, hominids appeared. Just five million years. That's that's cool. I mean, I don't think anyone could ever say just five million years, surely. I mean, five million years is a long fucking time. Actually, this ties in slightly with what we were talking about in the last episode, because um, the uh, there was a, a, a theory that it was actually the um, impacts of um, meteors on the infant Earth that sparked life. So there are um, they've, they've managed to recreate some... Uh, impacts in um, in geological studies where they've basically shown that the impacts themselves can cause um, protein chains, right? And it's those protein chains that then go on to become amino acids. Um, so I think that's really cool right? how how the, the the two are linked. I mean, this wasn't even planned. <laughs> I like that. Um, human family tree. There's a picture of uh, an orangutan. Look at that guy. He's he's orange. He's got his arms kind of split out into a V. He's holding onto a very thin branch on one end and like a liana on the other. 
and then his body's at a slight angle going down and he's got both of his feet grasping the, the liana on his right. He looks he looks kind of I don't know, orangutangy. Yeah, he's got like a big face, a big face, big mouth. Then you've got like a chimpanzee or gorilla. Uh, the skull. Well, did you hear that? I burped. Um, the skull shape links them to the human family, but they do not walk upright, and their brain is smaller. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like maybe the brain is just different. You know, you fucking get a couple of chi- get a couple of generations of chimpanzees, and then then tell me that fact. Then I'll believe it. Um, he's more on all fours. You know, he looks more like a typical kind of chimpanzee, gorilla type form, um, and he's got a really long kind of mouth. You know, that kind of downward pointing, like almost horsey, like long face mouth. Then uh, what we got? Homo sapiens sapiens. Forty thousand years ago, that's where they came along. Uh, modern humans were the first artists. Emerged in Africa and spread to all continents by 11,000 years ago. Well, again, we don't know if they're the first bloody artists, do we? Like, what if there was a, a particularly creative saber tooth at the time, or, or something along that line? Everyone keeps banging on about how, like, and I'm oh, sorry, I've moved on to the next section. Brain power. Everyone keeps fucking banging on about how we've got like way bigger brains. Who even said that bigger brains were was better? and a bigger brain meant more brain power. Like, I mean, I'm all for believing it. Fine, because it, it makes sense. And I suppose, I mean, actually, no, there is a lot of science behind it, but, <laughs> you know, come on. Like, wh- wh- I want to have a smaller brain. Maybe I do have a smaller brain. Maybe you have a smaller brain. But, like, uh, wh- what's wrong with just believing that everything was kind of okay, you know, and that having a bigger brain maybe caused a lot of problems? Because um, that would be... I think that's that's kind of getting to the truth of it, really, isn't it? You know, having a bigger brain causes way more issues. When was the last time you saw a fucking um, Australopithecus with a with a mental health disorder? Never. I've never even seen an, Austral- an Australopithecus. <laughs> an Australopithecus. I've never even seen one. Have you? How do we know? We, how do we know they existed? Why are there still monkeys if we're here? <laughs> Okay, anyway. Um, so Homo habilis had a larger brain than the first ape people. Ape people? That's not a very scientific term. Uh, but it was only half the size of a modern human brain. As the brain grew in size, people developed greater powers of reasoning and survival. A power of reasoning and survival. Like, I like... It, may, it does make it seem very attractive. I think this book is biased towards humans being good and I, I, I that's my bias as well but it should it, there should be a little disclaimer at the start saying saying that um, so yeah human fossils there's loads of them uh, you've got Neanderthals the Beijing man Homo erectus yeah so he was a Homo erectus the Beijing man was a Homo erectus of course um, Lucy everyone's heard of Lucy I think but that was an Australopithecus skeleton um, three million year old. Three million year old, eh? Absolutely bloody banging that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Lucy. And I think um, there have been others. Otzi the Iceman. Um, oh, here you go. It actually mentions Otzi the Iceman. The Iceman. In 1991, the oldest complete Homo sapiens corpse was found in a glacier in the European Alps. 
his internal organs, skin, and even his eyes were intact. Um, and he had been fro- frozen for 5,300 years. Imagine that. Imagine having a really long freeze sleep. And then, like, you get, a, you get defrosted and then your eyes melt. <laughs> That'd be annoying. Um, yeah. I think we've all felt like that, haven't we? We've had a little nap and then we wake up and we feel like shit. I bet that's, that's exactly how Otzi felt. Um, so skeleton shapes you got, you got some good ones uh, the human skeleton is designed for upright walking um, human toes point forward whereas a gorilla's big toe is at an angle for grasping uh, okay well see I know that's incorrect because um, my t- feet are very graspy I have like I have very skeletal feet anyway um, and you know I can pick about I can pick up just about anything like you, you name it, I've picked it up with my feet. <laughs> um, the human head is more centrally balanced on the backbone than a gorilla's. Oh, I didn't know that. I wonder why. Uh, it just means that we... Oh, uh, I know why, actually. So, right, this is something I learned. I was at the, um, uh, the Natural History Museum in London. So I was looking around, looking at all the exhibits, and... So gorillas and chimps, they have um, these huge muscles that connect to the top of their head from their jaw um, and huge muscles that go from their neck to their back muscles, right? So they need that for clasping down really hard and for kind of, you know, um, using the the full power of their jaw. Um, And that's why they have these muscles that kind of go the entire length of their face. Whereas humans, we, we don't need that much muscle power in our jaw anymore because, you know, we can just kill our food and cut it up later um, as opposed to, like, fighting to the death for it in the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm guessing that's why our head doesn't need to be um, as strong um, or, or, like, fixed in place. It's because we've got less predators. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, okay, so evolution facts. Here's one. Uh, early humans used wisdom teeth to eat roots and berries, and today some people do not even develop them. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, I knew that. I think um, they should not be called wisdom teeth because I remember thinking, uh, my, my, my wisdom tooth, I've only got one. My wisdom tooth came in um, like late 20s. And before that, I was constantly thinking that my body was against me and it didn't want me to have this so-called wisdom tooth, you know? Like, I, I was I was a bit aggrieved by it, but whatever, it's fine now. Um, I've got one. I've got, half, I've got half of the amount that I should have, but that's okay, you know, fine, whatever, I don't care. Um, Neanderthals had a slightly bigger brain than humans today. What? Neanderthals had a slightly bigger brain than humans today. Did you know that? That's crazy. It may have had a signif- it may have signified a stronger body, not high intelligence. I don't understand that. Fucking hell. Well clearly they weren't that intelligent because we fucking wiped them out, didn't we? <laughs> Idiots. Um Alright, that's fine. Um then it goes on to the Piltdown hoax. Everyone knows Piltdown England. Piltdown. 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 Remains found in Piltdown England were the first thought to show a missing link between apes and humans. Okay. In England. 
1953, tests showed them to be the skull of a 14th century man and the jaw of a 15th century orangutan. And the picture here is, is exactly that. I don't know why they've made him ginger. Like, <laughs> just to kind of, what, add to the monkeyness. Because a ginger person looks more like a monkey. Well, they're, they're hairier, I suppose. Are ginger people always hairier? I don't, I, I sound, I, I mean, is it racist? Sexist? No. <laughs> anyway, um, right, so we've got the human body now. So we've gone on about the human history, fine. Now it's the human body and, and the cells and shit. So, um, each body system is composed of organs made from different types of tissue. Yeah. Tissue is made from cells, all performing a similar function. Um, there are roughly 50 billion cells in the body. And that's not including bacteria. You include bacteria and there's like, there's way more. Like triple that, a trillion times that. I don't know if I can know. There's, there's a lot of bacteria that make up your microbiome. And the bacteria, this probably doesn't go into it because um, that science was relatively new, but um, a- absolutely bacteria are so, so important for the body. You know, like they, they, control, they control a lot of stuff, um, especially in the gut. Um, like and, and actually your gut health has there have been loads of studies that should show a direct link between gut health and mood um, and I think that's that's something that we cannot continue to ignore um, there needs to be more science into it I'm sure there is at the moment but, but I, I want there to be more now um, so cell growth there's a couple of pictures of different cells um, so you've got a normal single cell and it says the nucleus starts to grow. So you've got uh, a, like a nucleus in the middle, and picture that as orange, and then you've got like the cell around it, which is on a kind of slightly lighter orange, and that's just a, a complete cell. And then as the nucleus starts to grow, it also starts to divide, so the cell around it is kind of looking a bit wobbly. And then it divides completely in two, and then it has uh, each cell would grow to the size of the parent cell. So that's all right, it just replicates. And then it says next to it, as each cell divides and multiplies, now as cells divide and multiply, children and young people grow. So in later life, some cells still multiply, but this is to replace the millions of cells that die every second. I'm gonna pour one out of my fallen brothers later on, but yeah, and you should do the same. Um, But uh, yeah, you, you get a new body, Kind of every so often um is it really important to look after it you know look after yourself um because you've only got one although i doubt that like honestly i, I really don't think that you're only going to have one you know like but in our lifetimes at least they're, they're, we're going to have loads of well actually no that's not true i want science fiction to be real um but it's science fiction isn't it i mean it's going to take a long time for um like uh, biology to catch up with science fiction because science fiction biology is so much cooler than modern day technology um but whatever you know that's just it's just a pipe dream um all right what we got we got some cell facts okay some gut cells have a life expectancy of only three days uh and a brain cell can last for life that's nice you know I suppose it depends on how much you use that brain cell, doesn't it? You know? Uh, So an egg cell, ovum, is the largest human cell 
and can just be seen without a microscope. It's fucking massive. Cut someone up and have a look. Um, Red blood cells are the only cells without a nucleus. They don't need it. Why would you need one? You have red blood cells. You don't do anything else but be red blood. Um, Cancer causes cells in many body systems to multiply uncontrollably, form tumours and invade neighbouring tissues. Yeah, no one likes cancer. Cancer's a a dick. Um, All human cells develop from just two cells, an ovum and a sperm. So is a sperm just one cell? Because it doesn't look like a bloody normal cell, does it? Like, you know, that, that picture I just described. I mean, it'd be good to, it, would, it would be good to see an actual sperm. I think I've seen actual sperm, like, yeah, under the microscope. Huh. I'll have to have a look. But, yeah, for, for now, let's all just kind of go along believing that a sperm actually looks like the pictures we've seen on TV. Uh, neurons, the message carriers of the nervous system, are the longest cells in the human body. And some are up to four foot long. Just over a metre long. For one cell. Okay. Hold on. But there are there are billions of cells in the human body. Fine. Alright. But that's just one cell and it's a metre long. And there's... No, I mean, surely there's not billions of that one. If you had billions of that one, you'd be feeling a whole lot more. Yeah. Neurons. Right, neurons. So, um... Axons and dendrites, they're cool. They're, they're, I, I, I said this to you recently. That I, I really, really enjoyed... Um, learning axons and dendrites simply because they were cool names and actually like I didn't do very well in school in science uh, but I mean I found it all interesting but I didn't do very well because it was so boring but the most of it was um, boring but there was that that little that little thing that made it more bearable um, okay so look cell 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 here's the title of this next segment cell 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 if all the cells in a human body were put end to end they would stretch for 620 miles from Paris to Rome. Well, that's all right, isn't it? Paris to bloody Rome. You're going to have a road trip on yourselves. Um, right. Shit, there's a lot of body systems. Um, that's a lot of body systems. That's probably more than we need, but I'm, I'm cool with having an excess. Um, so, body systems. The major body systems shown here... Uh, work together to help the body function efficiently. Each system consists. Oh, you're in it. Body function. Um, each system consists of organs that carry out a similar task. So we've got respiratory system. Very important that. Uh, without it, um, wouldn't be able to breathe. And we need to breathe, don't we? I mean, who, who, who doesn't need to breathe? Dead people. <laughs> yeah. Um, draw oxygen in breathe out carbon dioxide, expel carbon dioxide. That's what we want. Uh, we've got a skeletal system. Do you say skeletal? Skeletal? I think both are acceptable. Um, but what is it, like 200 and something bones? 206? Oh, a little fact. Uh, like up until you're about, I think, three or four, you don't have a kneecap. You don't have kneecaps. What the fuck is that about? Like kids are just running around right now without any kneecaps. So strange. Um, all right, uh, circulatory system. Yeah, well, I mean that's you need that as well. Uh, heart, blood, blood vessels, capillaries, veins, arteries. I think blood vessels covers that. Um, the muscular system. Everyone likes a good muscular system. Um, 
The 650 muscles that exert pulling power on bones. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, everyone needs them, don't they? Everyone needs a, a good muscular system. Some of us have more attractive muscular systems uh, than others. Um, you know, which I revel in pointing out. Uh, then you've got the nervous system. Um, and the nervous system carries messages to and from the brain. Uh, and the endocrine system carries hormones. Uh, well, that's cool. Isn't it funny how the endocrine system carrying hormones usually carries hormones telling you you're nervous? <laughs> um, then you've got the skin system. Uh, skin, nails, hair, all part of the skin system apparently. That's fine. Right, have a look at your nails right now. Look at look at your nails. What do you see? A bit dirty? Yeah, mine are too. Um, Alright, uh, then you've got the digestive system. Everyone likes that. Everyone needs that. Process food, um, absorb nutrients, expels waste. And just as an example of the digestive system, um, you're about to hear me crack into this. Ah, you hear that? Ah. I don't know if you're going to hear this, but I'm eating a date. It's so nice. Mm. This is just another example of the digestive system. Mm. Oh damn. Mm. Mm. Right, okay. Then we've also got um, the, uh, so that's food, but you need like, you need liquids. There you have your examples um, and then you've got the excretory system um, which I can't really give you any examples of right now um, but later on I might be able to especially after that high fiber food example um, so the excretory system filters waste from the blood um, uh, oh okay so that's like kidneys and shit isn't it yeah, fine. And I suppose the digestive system would be the example that I'm looking for. But fine, that's what you want. Um, oof. The brain. Next section, the brain. Everyone's brain is great. Everyone has a really good brain. I think it's how you use the brain that defines you, um, defines it. So uh, the brain is a major organ of the nervous system. Um, it is the control center of the body, responsible for thought, memory, language, and emotion. The brain is protected by the skull, which encases it, uh, with the, and the cerebral spinal fluid, which cushions it. So, I mean, when it says like the brain is protected by the skull, um, I'm just imagining in my head, um, <clears throat> like the brain has got like armaments, you know, like it has defensive capabilities rather than just being a... Um, a bit of bone like imagine if you know you hit yourself in the head uh, and then you know the the brain the, the skull activates its defense system and then it fucking lops off your arm like less people would get head injuries right um or less people would be inclined to hurt themselves if if your brain actually protected itself um then yeah it, it'd be a lot less stupid would you? I don't know, people learn through fear. Is the brain a dictator? Yeah, it is. 
because you do a lot of shit that you don't want to do, you know? Sometimes you want to take a break from breathing, your brain's like, no, I'm going to take over, you, you can go to sleep. Hmm. Alright, um, sensory areas. Different parts of the brain carry out specialised functions. For example, the occipital lobe deals with vision, uh, an area in the frontal lobe controls speech, and the temporal lobe receives and interprets information from the ears. So, if you can imagine for me a brain, um, you've got different sections of that brain. So, um, at the very front, you've got uh, skilled movements and behaviour and emotion. Um, just underneath that, you've got speech. Then, just underneath that, on the side of the head, um, you've got hearing, which makes sense because it goes straight into the ear. Then, underneath that, at the very bottom, near the stem, you've got balance and muscle coordination. Uh, above that, um, at the back, you've got vision. Um, then above that, in the kind of the mid-centre, um, uh, is uh, a yellow section that is unlabeled. <laughs> then kind of just a little ridge in front of that is sensation. And then another little ridge in front of that is basic movements. So that's cool. I like that. Kind of all the different areas of the brain. Although uh, another another interesting thing about the brain is is that it's very very plastic. It's um it's got this incredible potential plasticity, which means that um you know even if one section's damaged or one section gets removed, the brain has a capability to just bypass it um, and and kind of build the connections that are missing, but in a different way through a different uh, pathway. And I think that's fantastic. Like I mean, they they talk about brain power here and brain functions, but really um that that's just the kind of normal makeup of the brain but actually the, the brain can have an irregular makeup um of any sort and and actually it, it really kind of um points to just how kind of incredibly powerful that machine is you know it, it, it learns how to repair itself um as long as i think you you probably have to put in some effort as well but um with you know the kind of repeated attempts at trying to do something you eventually are able to do it and and that's just a, a fantastic thought isn't it? it's a fantastic idea so uh, brain power uh, the brain sends and receives messages as impulses of electricity the energy travels via nerve cells called neurons that run down the spinal cord to the rest of the body each neuron ends in a network of fine branches <coughs> See, um, I told my body to do a burp, right? So I, I, what I wanted to do then was highlight the digestive system again. Um, but I, it was my brain that controlled everything that happened then. I mean, I, I like to think that we have some modicum of control over our brains. Uh, unfortunately, that's not true all the time. Um, but it is true when we are deliberate in our action, like the burp. Um, and if you really think about everything involved in that, you know, it's very, very complex. There must have been, um, uh, I don't know, tens of muscles that I triggered then. Um, the, the actual, the decision to do it must have um, used up electrical uh, power, electrical impulses, sent those impulses down to the spinal cord and then back out into the body. Um, and that would have then sent information back to the spinal cord, to the brain, to tell me that that had been done. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a, it's fantastic, and obviously uh, there was the the auditory part of that, which 
the information, um, uh, the sound of me burping went into my ears. Uh, that's another kind of um, another consideration there. I wonder how much electrical power I actually uses. That's what I want to know. I want to know. Um, you know, give me wattage. Give me voltage. Is it alternating current? <laughs> I want to know these things. I reckon if Tesla had got his hands on brains, he probably did loads of experiments on brains, you know. Like, maybe, did Edison get there before him? I don't know. Um, fine, so then we've got uh, brain functions. The brain stem controls digestion, breathing, and heartbeat, and the cerebellum controls muscle coordination. Okay, that's cool, I like that. Brain stem, digestion, breathing, heartbeat. Cerebellum controls muscle coordination. So, yeah, they're all involuntary activities. And then conscious functions such as memory, learning, speech, and the conscious control of movement uh, take place in the cerebrum. And thoughts also occur here. Yeah, okay, so thoughts occur in the cerebrum. I like that. I mean, we, this is the thing. I like, I like how this is quite clear-cut, and, and I tend to buy into that. Um, especially since this is presented in very much a, a scientific way, but um, this is outdated and I, I really, really have to kind of believe that there are, that it's not just the brain that um, kind of forms these ideas and thoughts. Maybe it's where um, they are formed, they're solidified, but I'm, I'm sure that everything else, like the thoughts and consciousness, um, are a collective input from from everything, you know? So, look, I, I don't know, but that, that's just kind of my thought on it anyway. Uh, cerebral hemispheres. So the cerebrum is divided into two halves called cerebral hemispheres. The left half is usually dominant uh, and controls thought and speech. And the right half manages artistic and imaginative activity. Um, and the corpus callosum joins the two hemispheres. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, so, everyone, I think it's, I don't know if this is now real science or old science, but um, the left brain controls the right side of the body and the right brain controls the left. Um, so, who knows what effects that has on personality? You know, if you have left-handed and right-handed people. So I'm, le I'm left-handed, so my right hand, if, if that old science is to believe, then right-handed, um, left-handed people will be right-brain controlled, which makes me more artistic and imaginative, um, and less uh, less capable of thought and speech. Which you know it could be true. I don't know. I, I suppose if you this this could be like Barnum statements, couldn't it? You know, you could say to someone, ah, you're you're very thoughtful and and you're very decided in your words. And you could say to someone else, oh, you're, you're quite artistic and imaginative, aren't you? And that could really apply to any any person, right? Uh, any person person that, that kind of thinks that of themselves. But um, I wonder how much science that, uh, that biases. Anyway, uh, so yeah, memory. Let's have a look at that. Memory works in three ways. Um, iconic memory briefly remembers things seen for a split second. Short-term memory stores things for about five minutes and long-term memory can store things for a lifetime cool all right uh brain comparisons so it's just lots of different um comparisons of animal brains 
brains of various shapes and sizes. Um, some have larger brains than humans, including dolphins, elephants, and whales. An elephant's brain is four times as heavy as a human's. However, the human brain is much heavier in relation to body weight than the brain of any other animal. Okay. Right. Yeah, uh, so why is an elephant's brain, like, way bigger, but, um, like, it's nowhere near as smart? I suppose it's, it's smart in elephant things, in elephant facts, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's got actual smarts, you know? Uh, so the pictures next to that, you've got uh, a dolphin, and the dolphin's brain is more like the kind of typical brain in a jar that you kind of see, so it's kind of like, it looks like a human brain, but slightly more angled downwards with the brainstem kind of trailing off at the back like a comet. Um, ape brain is much, is very, very similar to human brain. Um, fish brain is fucking tiny because fish are shit. Uh, so are snakes and birds. Birds are slightly bigger. Um, I think they uh, have very acute um, eyes, which means that they need a, a bigger region in the brain dedicated to that. Uh, but here's a little brain fact for you, according to this. The human brain, size of a cauliflower. You ever, you ever seen a cauliflower? Just imagine, that's in your head, and that controls everything. <laughs> Just really study that cauliflower. Um, memory facts. So, short-term memory can hold about seven unrelated facts at any one time. Okay. Uh, as a person gets older it becomes easier for them to remember past events than to remember recent events. Cool? Um, The brain has to forget certain things in order to make room for new memories. These all seem like, I mean, I'm I'm sure maybe some of this is true, but it seems like someone's opinion, right? Um, Brain facts. Okay, brain facts. A typical adult brain weighs about three pounds. They keep doing things in pounds here, but not, I'm not doing I'm not doing in pounds. A typical adult brain weighs about 1.3 kilos. Cool. Um, about uh, 85, 800, no, yeah, 0.85 liters of blood. 0.85 liters. Is that 850 milliliters? Yeah. About 850 milliliters of blood travel through the brain every minute. Take that in. Right, so I want you to just take a moment, right? Stop what you're doing. Put everything down. Just put your hands in front of you, right? Let your shoulders sink, right? Just relax. And I want you to just feel, close your eyes and feel that blood going through your body. Feel that blood going through your brain. Feel it nourishing you, energizing you. good is that? That feels, that feels great. Um, a human brain contains about 15 billion cells. Cool. Um, the grey matter of a brain's cortex laid out flat would cover an office desk. Right, yeah, don't do that. Um, I mean, you've got an office desk there. Uh, do not do that. Because, <laughs> like, that, that would uh, not be healthy. Um, in 1974, a man named Bandata Visitara 
recited 16,000 pages of Buddhist text from memory, enough to fill books equaling the height of a six-year-old. I mean, so next to that little factoid, it's got a picture of a six-year-old with a whole bunch of books next to it. What a completely stupid analogy. Like, 16,000 pages of Buddhist text. It could be... That's quite non-specific as well. It, what, one one word per page? 16,000 pages? I don't know. I'm sure people could do that. Even if it wasn't 16... Like, I'm sure... It's very impressive. 16,000 words, even if it is that, which it probably isn't, it was probably more, but 16,000 words is still impressive. I'm just saying, don't use the analogy of a little girl stood next to a pile of books. Those books could have anything in them. You know, they, they, they could have no page... They could, they, could have, they could have no words on some of the pages. Anyway. Um... Nervous system, yeah. There's different types of nerves. Um, so as we were talking about the neurons, the nerve cells. Um, neurons are the building blocks um, of the nervous system. Each cell can uh, each consists of a cell containing um, the nucleus and a long thread-like nerve fiber called the axon. Uh, okay, so. Uh, where are the axons? So the axon carries impulses away from the cell. Um, an insulating layer of myelin, a fatty material, protects the axon and speeds up electrical impulses. Nerve fibres consist of the axon and dendrites of a neuron. Um, synapses are gaps where the axon of one neuron meets the dendrites of the next. Uh, dendrites are nerve fibres that carry impulses toward a cell body. Okay, cool. I like that. I like that, you know. This is all this is all really good stuff. Um right, so we've got eyes. Everyone has eyes. If you don't have an eye, you're weird. Hold on a minute, let's take another moment. Ah, oh, yeah, lovely. Brilliant. Um Okay, so uh, eyes. Light rays enter the eye through the pupil and are focused by the cornea and the lens to form an image on the retina. Light sensitive cells in the retina convert the image into nerve impulses that travel along the optic nerve into the, into the brain. Ah, I like that. Okay, I mean, it's very, very simple, isn't it? You know, very simple. I say, oh, well, sounds simple. It's very complex, <laughs> but like, I mean, how, how, how the fuck did that evolve? How did that evolve? How did eyesight evolve? We, like, from, from a plant? Like, how, how does an inanimate cell, right? Or how does, like, a string of fucking amino acids just think, oh, you know what? It'd be really good if I could see the thing that I'm trying to absorb. Like, how is that even... How did that even occur? I mean, I, I, re I really enjoy that it did. It's allowing me to do this, but... It just, it just seems so impossible. I suppose that's why a lot of people believe that we're created... You know, I mean, it's an idiotic theory. It's an idiotic belief, but um, it, it's uh, much more palatable than magic happened. Um, blind spot. This is a tiny oval-shaped area on the retina where the optic nerve joins the eye. There are no rods or cones here, so this area of the retina cannot see. Uh, rods and cones. Let's just clarify that. Millions of light-sensitive cells called rods and cones pick up the image. Rods can see black and white and cones see colour. Nice. Yeah, I like that. 
Uh, eye facts. Most people blink about 15 times a minute. I don't know how much you've been blinking recently, but for the next minute, I want you to keep a general track of how many times you're blinking. If it's 15 times, you are most people. I think you should give yourself a little pat on the back. Um, about one person in 30 is colourblind. More men are affected than women. And I wonder why. I suppose. So, right. Women more needed to see, like, berries and stuff, right? Um, back in the old day. Women needed to see berries. Men needed to see, like, the thing that they were hunting. So, um... That makes more sense if like less women are colorblind because it was more important that women could see color. Um, yeah. Um, the best photographic film in at least, uh, it is at least 1000 times less sensitive than the human eye. Yeah, right. So I've often wondered this. Uh, if you, you know, you can get like the, the kind of modern day uh, digital cameras that, are, you know, they, they boast like, I don't know, 30 megapixels, I don't know what the current standard is now. Um, I want to know how many fucking megapixels uh, a human eye is, you know, or has, or, or like the equivalent is. Because I, I know that it, it's probably not going to be comparable um, to, to the point, but I, I do want to know, like, clearly we see in like HD, because we're, that's what we're trying to recreate when we put stuff on TV, is, is like a, a an immersive sensory experience. So... Like, what what is what is the standard of the human eye? I want to know that. Find out. That, I'll make a note to find out. Um, male eyes are about 0.5 millimeters bigger than female eyes. No, I didn't know that. Um, okay, carrots help you see in the dark. They uh, they contain vitamin A, from which the light-sensitive chemical in the rods is made. Okay, so. I think this originally started as propaganda, didn't it, um, during the war? And it was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, we're eating loads of carrots to help our eyesight. Um, and uh, that was propaganda to, to like confuse the Germans. I don't know if this is still true or ever was true. Maybe it's just something I heard. But yeah, it was to like, confuse the Germans and to make them think like, holy shit, why, are they, why can they see so well? Um, but then it just turned out to be true because we didn't know much about the vitamins or what they do or the vitamin content of carrots one of them. But still, I like that, you know. It, it, I've, I've long said that um, uh, folklore, um, or I know I'm using this wrongly, but old wives tales that turn out to be true, um, are actually based in good science. You know, like uh, an apple a day keeps a doctor away. That that kind of thing. Um, th those are the things I like, where where kind of folk tales and, and phrases and things like that passed on from generation to generation through nothing more than their physical presence in the syntax of a person. Um, it actually turns out to be, you know, quite wise um, and, uh, and, and resounding in truth. Uh, the body produces excess tears in times of strong emotion. No one knows why humans cry. I mean, do they not? Like, do they not know why humans cry? Surely, it's, you know, like someone could be sad, but not necessarily show sadness on their face. I think sadness was probably one of the first emotions that people developed a resistance to because things were very sad. Um, back in the day, right? You know, babies died all the fucking time. Um, 
and uh, and people must have been horribly depressed at times um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they would always be showing that emotion on their face I think a tear is um, is much more indicative of sadness right so take that book um, mm, ears let's have a look at ears um, ear facts I just want to do some ear facts uh, the stirrup is the smallest bone in the human body and it's in the ear and it's three millimeters long holy shit okay right so that is a very detailed picture of uh, a fucking hell of a, of a human ear and the innards of one it's so complicated I don't know how that's even in an ear like I would like I would like to cut one open and just have a look at it properly because it, it does seem very very complex oh oh another human body function oh wait <coughs> yeah there's probably another one coming but we'll, we'll um we'll have to wait for that one um all right so yeah uh, sensation of ears popping is caused by the uh eustachian tube opening to equalize air pressure in the middle ear the eustachian tube <laughs> it sounds like a peanut uh, okay, ear canal is about two and a half centimetres in length, so easily get anything two centimetres stuck in there. Uh, ears can detect the direction of sound within three degrees. I'm sure, like, mine definitely can, uh, but yours cannot, <laughs> you know? Like, you, you you just do not have, you, you've said this, you don't have direction of sound. Um, but maybe it's because I'm more attuned to danger, you know? I, I think, I, well, I say danger. I'm more attuned to worrying about danger. <laughs> um, children usually have more sensitive ears than adults. Cool. Uh, and ears can detect 1,500 different tones and 350 degrees of loudness. Christ, okay. 350 degrees of loudness. What, what's a degree of loudness, anyway? What is a degree of, shut up. Stupid book. Don't just tell me what, like, oh, it can detect degrees of loudness, and then tell me, not tell me what a degree of loudness is. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, basically, this is kind of um, something that I, I've kind of thought about for a while, you know? The human body in all of its glory. And, and actually, a lot of the stuff that the human body does is so incredibly complex that we're never really going to understand it, or at least we're not going to understand it now. Um, there's so much more science that needs to be done um, on on everything in the body, um, and actually, I think that's probably why uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna split this into two. I, I feel like I I there's there's so much here, you know. There's like the circulation and blood. There's the heart. There's muscles uh, there's skeleton and teeth there's you know the uh, the senses like we, we just need to really cover a lot of stuff uh, let's not forget like sexual reproduction um and you know like the the kind of the beauty of that so i think what we're going to do is i'm going to do the next one on sexual reproduction to begin with um because everyone wants to learn about that that's that's one of the fun things if you're in school that's one of the fun things you learn about, isn't it? Is sexual reproduction. Um, Christ, there's so many fucking different topics. 
Right, reproduction and growth. Does it talk about sex? No. Never mind. Right, listen, we're still going to talk about it next time. Um, and that's what I want you to take away uh, from this, is that, you know, sex is good. Everyone likes sex. Uh, you know, you, 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 you probably like it. I like it, you know, so let, let, let's just talk about it next time. And actually, um, uh, you know, I've got some more slurping to do. I, I've gotten quite a few body noises. I don't know if you've um, been hearing those, but I've, I've made a concerted effort to um, get them. And so I've got sneezes, I've got a yawn, I've got a burp, uh, I've got slurping, I've got chewing, uh, I've got <laughs> sniffing, that's one, that's another one. So that's six different noises. Uh <sighs> Seven, that's breathing. Um, let me see if I can get gulping. Uh, okay, eight. Um, yeah, uh, if I think of any more, then I'll add them in later. Um, but for now, uh, I hope that you can also uh, have some of these noises. You know, you can experience these noises where you are, um, and you should do them, you know. All right, so yeah, tune in like next time for the all the other shit i just mentioned and uh, i will see you soon